Welcome to the Keep It Up Listen podcast. We discuss lifestyle, fitness, and motivation. I am so excited for this episode, but before we get into this episode, please leave a review for this episode. I, I see you guys listening and I want to hear from you. We're doing a giveaway soon because we're coming up on a year of being a podcast. So I want to hear a review from you. I want to see if you guys are really listening. And today I want to introduce you to John's Spiration. Say what's up to the people, John. What's up, people? My name's John. <laughs> Aiming to be the number one transformation coach in the world one day. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. I've been watching your stuff for a long time. I'm excited to be part of this. I appreciate it, man. Uh, John, I feel, you know, I bring people on who have amazing stories, uh, transformation, business starting, entrepreneurs. And I feel like it all kind of goes into one. If you're in good health, you typically are doing good business and you typically are motivated, right? You're inspired to get things done. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So yeah, no doubt. I mean, go on. No, go ahead, John. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I started my fitness journey, that was actually when I started like really delving into other areas of my life, like taking, looking into other parts of my life. But okay, I just managed to lose this amount of weight. Yeah. What else can I do from here? How else can I progress? Like, if I can manage this, where else can I take this? How can I change my finances? How can I change my family relationships? How can I improve all these things? And then it just starts to become like, like a snowball effect, you know, just rolls, 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 and you just build momentum. And then you do feel unstoppable towards the end of that. Yeah. So let's, let's walk it back a little bit. How'd you get started on your physical transformation? So 2019 um, was not when it started. That was just the year that I was traveling a lot. I was partying a lot. I was living the sort of like crazy lifestyle that everyone loves to see, you know, and I was living the same lifestyle that a lot of people my age are living, you know, yeah. um, going out and partying every weekend. And um, I, I sort of, it hit me towards the end of the year. Um, I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to be something exceptional. I want to be something different. And it's all, I've always thought like that. So um, end of 2019, I ended up in debt. I ended up, um, I had, um, I can't even, psoriasis. So psoriasis, I had rashes all around my neck um everywhere from stress and just uh my diet was appalling it was terrible and um i also had alopecia on the back of my head yeah so i was losing my hair in the back of my head yeah so yeah it was just a real rough time and i just couldn't see no way out of it and i ended up getting really depressed really suicidal and i was debating ending it um i went to a bridge that not far from my house and i was debating just jumping i was you know had these thoughts Wow. I ended up not, obviously, we're clearly not doing it, but um, then I, I was like, right, okay, I need to make a change. So I was like, right, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, well, if you put on some weight, you don't look too good, you know. Yeah. What can we What can we do from here? Like, how can we start? And I was like, well, let's, let's start losing weight. Let's just focus on that first. Let's focus on that one thing first, you know, start small. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, then I, that was that was pretty much how it started. That was what, just it, do you know what it is? I think you know that saying that the lowest lows create the highest highs, and it's so true. Like you know, Man. you really do have to hit those lows. You have to hit those bottoms in order to really be able to rise up. Right, and that's what it took. It took it took me hitting the dirt. It took me hitting the lowest I've ever been in my life to really be like, okay, 
it's time for me to turn things around. And then, yeah, from there, just snowballed. I hate to dig into this, man, but um, what got you into such a deep depression that you contemplated, you know, um, leaving this earth? I mean, you you know, there's loved ones and and people who need yeah. you, you know, so uh, could you walk me through how you got into that frame of mind and how you were able to dig yourself out of that process? And yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, I think it was just a case of I'd never been in that situation before. I'd always been a relatively healthy kid. Um, right. I always looked after myself. And I remember I was trying stuff. I was buying like all these like online rubbish products, that, you know, yeah, just yeah. for my alopecia and for my skin and stuff. And nothing was working. And I was like, I just I just felt like I couldn't get things together. I just it just felt like I couldn't do it. I was trying to rein in my spending and I just couldn't do it. And then I ended up you know, when your debt starts to really pile up, right. it starts to become that your outgoings are more than your in-go, uh, you know, what you've got going in. So yeah. I was, I was just like, I was, I didn't know any way out of it. And I started speaking to a few, um, I did, didn't really, uh, when until I started speaking to my family about it, that I actually started to be like, oh, okay, I can actually manage this. Stuff. And yeah. that is one thing I do want to get clear on here. If you are struggling with anything like that or anything like that, speak to people because i'm telling you keeping it bottled up is it's not good for you and it's what led to me feeling that way really so. yeah well i saw uh you know i did i did a little snooping man and and during your partying days i saw that you were you're a hennessy drink well you were a hennessy drinker man i don't know if <laughs> yeah. you still drink hennessy but uh Every you know you should have been sponsored often. man um <laughs> yeah. were you into you know when when people talk about suicide and stuff like that, and I don't want to harp on this too much, we'll move on from it. But were you into any other drugs at all, or did you have any other? You know, did you have any other addictions? Like, was it was it food and alcohol, or was it anything else besides? Yeah, that? I mean, I was eating, Joe. It's funny as well. I was I was eating vegetarian at the time. Um, okay, and I just, but I just was eating a lot of cheese, man. I was just eating, not eating good food. Yeah. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't eating like a healthy vegetarian. I mean, I think vegetarian is a great diet. I, I do, um, you know, think people should do more of it, eat less meat, etc. But um, yeah, I'm no longer vegetarian. But okay. yeah, that was actually uh, me. I was just eating a lot of cheese, but drinking was my probably biggest problem then and spending, spending money, obviously, um, and trying to impress people. Like I remember I was buying a lot of like designer, like I was wearing like off-white and, you know, all these like brands and stuff. And it was just like, I was just trying to impress other people. And in the reality it's people that actually do not mean much to my life or, you know, don't really bring any value to my life. Right. They're just people that I'm meeting on nights out and people that I'm meeting in clubs. And it's like, these people are not bringing any value to me, but yeah, I'm still trying to live to impress them for some reason. And I'm spending money I don't have in order to do that, which was crazy. Yeah, man, your life was I, I have to admit, man, I was excited to talk to you because I wanted to know what do you do? Because you've been to China, uh, Dubai, Thailand. You, you've you come across the pond to hang out in America. You've been to like every Rolling Loud concert, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, do you think that lifestyle? Would you change? I guess, would you change anything from? what you've gone through to how you got here now? I mean, definitely, you know, I 
definitely think I do not look back at any part of my journey and think like, oh, I wish I could have changed that. I wish I could have done that because you just can't. You can't look like that because you've just got to look at what you can change now. Do you know what I mean? I think it's so important to focus on the future and not like constantly look back going, I wish I could have done this better. I wish I could have changed that. I think the only thing that's important now is the present and then yeah. creating your future. So right. I try not to look back on things too much. Um, but, you know, obviously, if, if you were to give me a magic pill and say I'd go back and change it, yeah, there's a lot of things I'd go back and change. I wouldn't have drank, drank I wouldn't have pied, I wouldn't have worn designer. Like, you know, big up to all the designers that are doing what they're right. doing. But, I mean, it's getting a lot of people who really can't afford to wear that stuff, to wear that stuff, just right. to impress people that, you know, well, crazy. one of the, I mean, uh, it was kind of crazy because, uh, you know, Virgil actually did an interview about people um, wearing off-white. And what he talked about was, you know, there are people saying it's expensive, right? And he was saying that it's not for people to wear if they can't afford it. It's supposed mm. to inspire people to create their own, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think, you know, you going through certain things helped you transform. And now it has you wanting to be the number one transformation coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Number one motivational coach and uh, number one transformation coach. And I also want to do motivational speaking one day, you know, uh, Eric Thomas, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Inky Johnson, all these are some great guys that got me out of the slump that I was in. Without okay. them, I don't feel like I would have got out of that slump. You know, some of their words encouraged me made me inspired me so okay but why what would you bring to people that these guys aren't already doing that i'm not already doing like i mean yeah, it's I'll, you know because it, it's a it you know everyone seems to be turning into a motivational speaker these days so what you know what's your specific reason for doing that is what i'm saying yeah, I think my specific reason is I realized from actually a young age that I kind of wanted to do a speaking side of things. I've always had charisma. I've always got on with people and I've always had a, I've always been like a loud outgoing voice that's heard quite often. When I, when I speak, people tend to listen. So I've always had that sort of aura about me, energy about me anyway. Right. So then I just realized, so it, it was when I overcame my drug addiction when I was younger that I realized, oh, okay. Um, I want to be a motivational speaker because it was those people that helped me sort of get through all that. Yeah, and I realized that I want to do that. I want to change people's lives. I want to have an impact. Um, it's you know I just want to leave your mark on the earth. I think that's a big part, and I think living with service and a purpose is so important. Huh. I think, you know, having having purpose is what really changes the game for people. I think once you find your purpose and you start living with service as well, if your purpose has service then that's when you're unstoppable because that's when you can just really, you know, when you're trying to help people, impact people, and you're not just doing it for you, you're going from me to we, you're changing your mentality. I think when you're not just doing it for you, you become so much more motivated, you become so much more driven because then you're more willing to do the things that you don't want to do. You're more willing to do those things because you know that it's others that are at stake as well. So that's why I feel like I'm trying to do all this because I feel like, if I don't do this, I'm depriving the world of something that I can give. Do you know what right. I mean? So if you're trying to do this, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Right? I mean, like if is, this is your yeah. purpose, right? Like, why aren't you doing this now? Why are you saying you're trying to do it? Yeah. I mean, it's been, for me, it's been a, 
massive lack of inactivity. Uh, like I say, I was trying to just focus on the transformation recently. So I actually had something to sort of back up my words. So I could be like, look, I, I you know, I've yeah. done this. Right. So let me help you get there as well. Do you know what right. I mean? So it definitely came to that. And then recently, I mean, to be, I'm not even going to lie. I was watching your TikToks recently. And then like when we started speaking, I was like, okay, I actually need to start taking some steps. And I thought a great step for me would be to come on this podcast and speak with you and get, and that would help build up some courage and start, right. start that chain reaction, start that snowball effect to then keep moving and keep moving and keep like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. that is actually a big part of, um, obviously I love the show and stuff. I love the right. podcast and a big part of it is also, it's that first step for me. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's, it's exciting. I'm like so excited to be here right now. Yeah, man. I love bringing people on to share their stories uh, about, you know, how they got here and, and what they're doing. And I like the fact that you are sharing the fact that you're trying to make yourself accountable now. Right. Like this show is I put this everywhere. So if you I can't hide, I can't. Relax. Yeah, man. But I do want to say one thing. Right. Like is Les Brown in the best shape ever? No, no. Is no, is no. Eric Thomas the fittest guy you've ever seen? No, 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 definitely not. Right. So experience is uh and this is just for me to you and whoever's listening, but experience is something that is more valuable to other people than we think. So yeah. You know, like you said, you had a you had a drug addiction, right? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Like you say, you had a drug addiction when you were younger. What what was going yeah. on there? So from about 15 to 19, I got into drugs. Um, I started, I, you know, I started the stereotypical, you know, cannabis, started that sort of route. And then um, and then I just started going a bit harder. I started a, a drug called Methadrone MCAT. Um, it's this nickname around in the UK people. You're watching UK, any UK viewers will know MCAT or Meow Meow. Okay. It's a drug, I don't know if it's in America, but um, okay. it's a crazy addictive drug. And yeah, that was really the one that I got addicted on. Um, I started losing crazy amounts of weight. I started stealing. Um, I started, you know, just trying to do anything I could to get more. Um, I became quite a nasty person. I like my family a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, yeah, for that four years um was yeah just terribly addicted to drugs just ruining my own life ruining others lives along with it um then when i was 19 i overdosed and that was oh. sort of the turning point for me yeah yeah that yeah. was a turning point for me that was how'd you i was like how'd you uh like did you just snap out of it after you overdosed you were just like all right i'm done with this it's over i'm i quit I mean, it's a pretty, like, it's pretty, so I was in hospital and I just remember um, I was sort of in and out of consciousness. I don't really remember much, uh, but I do remember vividly just seeing my dad uh, just crying next to my bed. And that was kind of like something that was like, oh, okay, I need to actually change this. I need to actually do something about this. And it sort of like stayed with me. Like when I woke up and I came to, I still had that image in my head. I could still remember it. And I, and I still, and I was like, I need to change this. I need to turn things around. I can't keep doing what I've been doing. And then that was literally from that point onwards when I left the hospital, I was, yeah, nearly seven years sober, seven years yeah. sober in February. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you are in pretty good shape, man. I saw the transformation, but 
I also saw something where you look, you weigh the same pretty much. Yeah. 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 That's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. So how, I mean, how'd you transform so much, but you pretty much weigh the same weight. Was that like, take me through the transformation and the, the, because, you know, people look at the scale and it's like, if, if I don't weigh less, yeah. then I'm not, you know, I'm not moving forward. So how did you maintain yeah. uh, sanity doing that? You know? Yeah. I use the mirror as motivation. Now that's hard because it's a slow process. It's so much slower than the scales. Like if you really want to lose weight, you can have a big calorie deficit. And I'm telling you, you will lose weight and you will lose weight quite fast, but you're not going to lose the weight that you want to lose. You're going to lose muscle mass. You're going to lose, you know, you're not, you're going to lose some fat, but you're not, you're going to lose a lot of muscle. And, you know, as, as a guy, or even as a female, you know, you're going to want to keep some muscle so you can keep some sort of shape. Right. Um, so yeah, I I just I just never went off the scale. I just how I look in the mirror determines how I um that I just use that as motivation. So I remember six weeks into it, I started to see my love handles go, and I was like, oh okay, this is what this is. This is what yeah. I'm doing here. So, okay, let's let's keep this rolling. And yeah, I, I didn't really pay much attention to the scales. It's funny. It's funny now. I'm actually heavier than I was um, when during uh, the start of 2020 when i was uh overweight i'm actually now as as someone who's battled uh you know certain mental health issues and things like that 2020 had to be a challenging year um you know i obviously america was challenging but um in you're in the uk correct yeah yeah Yeah, so in the uk i know the restrictions were crazy how'd you uh insane How'd you maintain? I mean, Joe, you know, you know what it was? I just developed this mindset of like, okay, so I read the um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Okay. If you've read it. Have you read yeah. it? Yeah, I've read half Incredible of the book. book. I'm, I'm, st- I'm actually into it right now. So Okay, that's... brilliant. Yeah. I, yeah. So I'm guessing you've got to the proactivity versus reactivity part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell that me more. Tell part, me more, man. Walk me, yeah, tell me about the books. I love, I love, uh, I'm an avid reader, so me too. Yeah, yeah, just give me more information. So, uh, I I started reading that book, and it was the proactivity versus reactivity mindset that really started to cultivate during lockdown, which made me be like, okay, I'm gonna do this no matter what, like, I'm gonna stay motivated, I'm gonna stay driven, and I'm gonna keep doing what I've been doing. So, proactivity is you're moving using like certain it's like you're driven by values that you want to move with do you know what i mean that you select so it's driven by values reactivity is driven by circumstances you know so it's like for example the rain when people see the rain and they're like oh i'm in such a bad mood now it's raining right oh god what am i going to do about this right i see the rain as a blessing like right we didn't have rain over here our farming agriculture would not be anywhere near what it is today right you know what i mean and yeah, yeah. you know you got pla- you got places around the world that are begging for rain, and we've got it, and you're moaning about it. Whereas if we didn't have rain, you'd be moaning about the fact that we didn't have rain, right? Because our farming would be terrible and stuff. Right. So I've just started to move with this mindset of like, instead of looking at what's going on around me, how can I adapt and overcome these things? Yeah. So when lockdown hit, um, the gyms closed, and obviously I was on my weight loss journey. I just started hammering overtime at my workplace in order to be able to afford to buy the gym equipment I needed 
to then be able to build my own gym in the garage and then start yeah training in the garage and that is what i did and during the period that i was doing the overtime i was going to the parks local parks and just doing pull-ups on like the monkey swing bars and stuff just anything i could just to like get some workout in because i was not going to let the circumstance stop me from achieving the goals that i'd set out to because that's the thing every time no matter what goal you have or no matter what you're pursuing or no matter what you're chasing there's going to be things in life that are going to try and stop you or take you off that path Right. Now, it's all about how, you know, most of life isn't about what actually happens to you. It's about how you respond to the situation, right. how you react to that. So, yeah, that was basically what it was. It was like, well, I'm just going to get better. I'm just going to keep getting better. And funnily enough, that actually helped my debt because I started doing all this overtime and I got used to doing the overtime. Right. So then I was like, I'm just going to keep doing this overtime. And I started clearing all my debts and stuff as well. And it just was like a snowball effect once again. Yeah, man. I love I got into this because of fitness, right? Like uh, my weight is definitely up and down, up and down. But um, my muscle mass is is where it needs to be. It's just sometimes, you, you know, you get you get out of you get out of shape and then you got to get back into shape. But of course, it changed my mindset. Like, I, I feel like when people focus on fitness, it just creates a level of discipline in our lives to help us focus on other things, right? It brings a level of clarity, you know? Exactly. And speaking of that, I got this picture of you. Uh, it says, I firmly believe you're never supposed to wish for more than you're willing to work for. Expectations should never exceed your effort. What does that mean, man? Oh, man, do you know what? That's a, that's a quote from Inky Johnson. You know, I mm-hmm. love that guy. Um, you know, so everyone sets a certain expectation when it comes to a goal, and you know, sometimes you're not necessarily going to get what you expect to get. You know, circumstances can change and things can change, and you're not necessarily going to get exactly what you want to get. But the journey is more about the character that you build in the pursuit of that goal. Yeah. So, and that is what I want a lot of people to realize as well is that you can have a goal and what you need to remember is the most important part is what you cultivate in the journey to achieving that goal. Because whether mm. you get that goal or not, I, you know, I always use an analogy like um, if you want to be a rocket scientist or a rocket engineer, let's say, yeah. you want to be a NASA rocket engineer, that's your goal. And you shoot for that with everything you've got. You know, you take all the courses, you do all the studies. Now, even if you don't get that goal, you're still going to be a much better engineer than just a standard engineer. So you're still going to be further ahead than everyone else. Yeah. So, you know, even if your expectations don't hit exactly where you want them to hit, you're still going to be further ahead than everyone else. So still pursue that big thing because you're still still going to put you further ahead than everyone else. Okay. You know okay. I mean? Yeah, I know exactly so that, what you mean. Yeah, that's that's kind of like what I got from that quote. And so, um, so what's next for you, John Spiration? What what's what's coming next from you, man? You you're I. I got you on the podcast. You tell me that you're moving on things, but what what can people look for from you? Like, what are, what are you giving to the world, man? I mean, I'm going to be starting the 75 Hard Challenge soon. That's going to okay. be part of it. So that's going to be on TikTok. That's going to be on my TikTok at Johnspiration. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be starting that soon. Um, I'm going to also start providing my own content uh, on tiktok as well start making my own little short videos short little motivational videos and stuff Mm -hmm. sharing my opinion and trying to help people cultivate that transformational mindset do you know what i mean right um then i'm also going to start a youtube channel 
I'm actually planning on uh, moving away, planning on moving to Bali, Indonesia for a while, where I can just um, stay focused and stay driven and just get, stay from you know away from distractions and stuff, and really like work, keep working on myself, and also provide some great content out there because it's a beautiful place and people would love to see it. So I'll be uh, on all social platforms, basically trying to motivate, trying to help transform people's lives. Um, I'm going to work on getting qualified to become an officially licensed life coach and then start moving from there, start helping okay. people, changing people's lives. Well, you've read, uh, I, I know, uh, well, I know a few life coaches, but um, my, the seven habits of highly effective people was one of the books they recommended to me to read. So I feel like you're mm. definitely on your way. Um, you know, I just want to know in your message, does it tell people to work on themselves before they can try to affect others? Yeah. yeah Cause Joe, I think, I think that you need to live with a service and I think that you do need to obviously when you when your goal is a goal which is more focused on other people, you know, trying to help other people, I find it's easier to be stay motivated. But I do think there needs to be a level of commitment to yourself, you know, a level of dedication to yourself and sort of working on yourself in order to be able to provide that. If I hadn't started my fitness journey and found that self-love and found that commitment to myself and that discipline, uh, it would have I wouldn't have been able to get disciplined and committed in all the other areas and I wouldn't be able to, you know have that drive and motivation to be able to provide what I'm about to provide. So right. it did take a level of self-work and that's time to just work on myself in order to be able to bring this to other people. So is everyone supportive of what you're trying to do? Your family, friends, uh, associates, uh, you know, my dad's believed in me from day one. He's believed that I could do this from day one. In fact, he's mad at me for wasting my time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, nice. You know, nice. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and my auntie, she's so supportive. My auntie, uh, she actually opened, she um, had a had a business um, just selling like uh, stuff and she quit that job and she opened up her own gym and people doubted her when she first did it and she did it and now it's a successful gym. So she's a big supporter of me. She knows I can do it and like she obviously sees all my Instagram and stuff and she sees all the posts that I put on my story and she knows that I've got it within me and yes. she's in my transformations so she knows that i can uh, change the world there's obviously a lot of a lot of my friends and stuff you know they say oh it's just stereotypical stuff like oh be realistic like oh really like, be realistic yeah yeah you know i mean my close close friends no they fully believe in me as well right but, you know but a lot of you know your friends associates work colleagues they're all be realistic come on do you know what i mean like yeah. you know just 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 find a nice house find a nice woman find a nice car and you'll be happy and it's like <laughs> no like i don't want to be like everyone else you know i want to yeah. i want to pursue more i want to i want to have an impact i don't i don't want to you know i don't want to leave this earth knowing that i haven't touched people do you know what i mean like change people's lives touch people's hearts so what would you say to somebody who would say you're doing this because it's trendy and it's 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 in right now right like for a while being a you know people still want to be a rapper but like being a rapper was like a big thing everybody was a rapper yeah 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 but like you know motivational speaking is one of or be, just being a motivator is something that's it's on trendy. the come up yeah yeah so it's on the come up i've noticed it on tiktok and stuff like that i've noticed a lot more people it, it might just be to be fair it might just be my um algorithm, algorithm but yeah 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 but 
yeah, there's a lot of people on there that are trying to do some good things and I support it. You know, more competition means you've got to work harder, which means you right. know, you're going to get better. So, but, but you I know, there's a lot of fake gurus out here that's trying to like oh, yeah, sell 100%. people stuff and, you know, uh, 100%, no doubt. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be, uh, necessarily planning on the selling stuff for a long time. My plan is just going to be to sort of create the content that can actually help people for a while. I mean, I don't really want to sell stuff until I've established myself and actually help people and actually change people's lives. You know, I want to start working with people and helping people just really just, you know, if someone wants to come to me and want some help and they're saying, look, John, I, I want you to be my coach for a while and try and help transform my life. I'm down, like, you know, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and, and I've got you, like, I'll do it yeah. for free. You know, I'm just going to try and change your life. See, and, you know, then I've got the results that will, you know, speak for themselves. And then from there, you know, people will see, okay, this guy is not fake. He's really trying to do what he's trying to do. So. So I always ask this question, uh, or I've recently been asking this question. What do you fear leaving this earth and not doing? Honestly, it has, it has been like, I mean, I've got, I've got, the stereotypical goals. I really want to um, help my family out and stuff like that. But the thing that I fear the most about leaving this earth is leaving this earth and not having an impact on people's lives. Like I just don't want to leave this earth knowing that I haven't touched some people's hearts, knowing that I haven't like really changed some people's lives because I I can just remember the first time I sat down, I watched Derek Thomas and yeah. that feeling that he gave me. Yeah. I want to give that to other people. Do you know what I mean? I want to pass that on, like pass that flame that he passed on to me, pass right. it on to other people. And um, yeah, just I just don't want to leave this earth without having left a massive impact on people. And, a, and another question to that is, what if your impact isn't as big as Eric Thomas? Would that be a disappointment but, to you? No, because, you know, like I say, you know, expectation, you know, sometimes those things, don't live up to what you expect them to be but it's about the journey and it's about the person you become within that journey so you know I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disappointed but I don't um you know I believe that it's entirely possible for me to have an impact like that if it doesn't happen then you know the person that I'm going to become chasing that goal is going to be someone that's much better than the person that I am sitting here today so yeah. you know that's all what this journey is it's about becoming better every day keep okay. moving forward and you know changing your changing your life and changing others as well you know we all need sometimes we can be quite selfish and sometimes we can just like think it's all me 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 but the reality is we're all living on this planet together and i yeah. tell you what there's no better feeling than when you help someone you know i've had people who were addicted to drugs and i told them about my story and my journey and then they'd message me a few months later on instagram and they'd be like i haven't done drugs since you spoke to me that time they were like oh. i literally yeah like they were like you had that much of an impact and that that feeling that is like better than no other feeling I've ever had. Do you know what I mean? That was like the feeling that really like built that fire of like, I need to start doing this. And yeah, now it's time to take action. You know, I'm at that time now where it's like, right, I'm going to take action. I'm going to stop just sitting here and not doing what I know I should be doing and right. take action. Well, it seems like you have a lot of examples uh, or a lot of, I should say, support, uh, you know, your aunt and your dad and, and an example in your aunt, you know, starting her own gym. So for people to follow your journey, um, we may have mentioned this, but where where can people find you? Okay, so I'm currently right now we've talked to Instagram to get the official John Spiration, just John Spiration. 
um, the at. But right now, it's currently John Spiration, but the O is a zero and the I is a one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sort that all out soon. Uh, and then okay. I'll, I'll have a, I'll have my John Spiration app. And then you can find me on TikTok at John Spiration. There's currently nothing on there, but the content's going to be coming real soon. And mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to seeing people there if, uh, if they follow. All right, John. Uh, I want to thank you, man. I personally will be following you and hounding you to uh, ensure that um, I I am on this journey with you. So don't leave thank me, you, man. Don't let me down. Hell no, bro. You, <laughs> I, I can tell you this now. I can tell you this. When I discovered your TikTok, I mean, I can't even remember how long ago it was. But when I discovered your TikTok, um, you were a real big part of like me deciding like, I need to start pushing this because you know, your videos and what you're putting out and the messages you're putting across. I was like, you know, this guy's doing like some of the stuff that I want to be doing. And yeah. and you make it look effortless, you know, you just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah. you know, amazing what you're doing. I love, I love what you're doing, man. I love the impact you're trying to have and the impact you've had on me is massive. So keep doing what you're doing, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you for coming on the show and for all our listeners, keep it uplifting. Make sure to like, comment, share, and most importantly, keep it uplifting. Take it up, listen.